I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. And uh, we have with us a a great friend of mine who um, has a very interesting life. I mean, (laughs) probably the most, I don't know, most interesting, um, Nina Hartley. Who your name means a lot of things to a lot of people. It's 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 like you're kind of a sex goddess, love goddess. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> activist, teacher, uh, star, um, educate yeah educator, uh, but also uh, living example. And Thank you. So there's a lot of things. I mean, there's more things that you do too. Other things. Yes, I'm also a a wife, not a mother. Ah. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm working on transitioning into coaching and consulting to add to the performing. Mm-hmm. And God, everybody, everyone in LA has a demo. I'd like to do stand up too because some of my stories, girl. Yeah, you should. You'd be great. You'd be great. What I, I always liked about you when I first became aware of you X number of years ago, well, you were the first comic I saw who talked about queerness and alternative sexualities on mm-hmm. stage, owned it, claimed it, and said, yeah, mm-hmm. I did this, I do this. And no one else was talking about that. So I thought, wow, I like her. Like, because you talked about sex in a way that was relatable. And, mm-hmm. it, and it wasn't about how horrible it was for you, how bad you were at it, how insecure you were about it, how weird it made you feel. It was, <laughs> it was all the positive things that come from claiming a sexuality, the mm-hmm. power that you feel and the friends that you make and the places that you get to go and the confidence in yourself that you get to develop when you say, this is what I'm going to do with my body and my mm-hmm. sexual life. And so that's why I've always been a fan of yours. Thank you. Um, because you're the only person who had any remotely similar experience to me. And right. You're, and, and you're talking about it in public. <laughs> she says, That's making it. an awe face. It's good, but then now, now I'm, as I, I'm a little older, now I feel like I have a sex positivity, sex positivity fatigue. <laughs> you know, when you go, I just can't go to another play party. I host them now because there's always some idiot at a play party who doesn't understand that. No means no. It doesn't mean ask me in five minutes again to see if I've changed <laughs> my mind. <laughs> But I, I, I think that, yeah, the etiquette has declined in the play party scene. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've jo- I joined another sort of group of ones that they, that they think they're very ritzy and they happen in the Marin Headlands. They're like... <laughs> yes, I used to shoot there. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the 80s, yeah. But there's... Um, so the, I, I just I joined against my better judgment, but I'm getting all of these um, invites now to the, their parties and I'm like, I might go. I, I haven't been for a long time because I just had such sex positivity fatigue. You know, and also we're getting older. In the beginning, you want to try everything. I want to try threesomes. I want to try same gender. I want to try trans. I want to try queer. I want to try BDSM. I want to try all the things. And and in your eight late twenties to late thirties or or forty, you do a lot of it, and you realize, okay, now's my here's my steady state. I'm doing Mm -hmm. my mountain climbing. We're gonna go paragliding. We're gonna go to France. (laughs) We're gonna. And you know what? I like Belgium. We're going to stay in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And Belgium is my place. Yeah. And that's just, I think, normal. If you're constantly, if you never can be satisfied with the sex life you've developed, then you're doing something not wrong, but you're not misapplying it. Because mm-hmm. eventually, your sexual experimentation, I think, should lead you to a place of relative peacefulness, calm within yourself, comfort in your body, and hopefully a partner that suits you. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to keep at it all the time. Yeah. One would hope. Yeah. And now... You know, you have uh, an amazing 
career in doing that and, and showing people how to be sexual and like that's a, a great thing and so I love what you're doing also the educational stuff for Adam and Eve it's, it's really great because you've discovered this there is the desire to do a thing mm -hmm. there's your mental ability to wrap your head around your desire versus your upbringing there's your emotional capacity to do it in a safe sane consensual not stupid way and there's your physical understanding of what are the parts what are they called? Where are they located? How do they work? I can teach to that. Yeah. And then what do you do with them? I can teach to that. I, the rest of it's up to you. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't, I can say, well, here's how you, can I use, what words can I use? Everywhere. Any, any so word you I, use. Yeah. I can teach, you know, here's how you touch a vulva. Here's how you manipulate the clitoris through the labia in a most effective manner. Here's how you not annoy her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my newest thing is, there's two things I, I've been coming up with. One need never be unsanitary while one is being dirty. Because, oh, sanita good. because yeah. sanitary is the state of fact right. and dirty is the state of mind. Right. And I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. It's like, I'll do, if it's consensual and not going to make anyone sick, I'll do a whole kind of stuff. And, mm -hmm. and I'll help you. I'm, I was going to be a midwife. So I'm here to help. I'm here to facilitate your sexual experience. Like you, I have my love. I do have my love and sex in one place. Mm -hmm. And then all the other sex I have fulfills other parts of me. Right. But the romance on my knees, you know, my, I'm submissive to my dominant partner. I'm dominissive when we have threesomes. But in my private life, I have great hot romance, married 11 years, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And the rest of it is... I don't know if I call, should call myself a pleasure doula or a midwife. I like pleasure doula. Um, because your body, the proverbial your, um, everybody has a body. Everybody, almost everybody has working genitals. And if, mm -hmm. your gen if the nerves in your genitals work to your brain, we can do this. You can do this because everywhere you go, there's your body. Mm -hmm. And you can do it a minute a day, getting used to it, getting into it. You can do it an hour a day. You can. It's all you. And so I like it because it's self generated it's self-directed mm -hmm. and if you make peace with your pleasure you'll end up at the right place for you and if you make peace with your pleasure you'll end up at the right place for you when i made peace with my pleasure i ended up in the right place for me i can't get to your place because i'm not you yeah but <laughs> when we get to our places we can all hang out together because when you're finally there you don't you don't judge or feel embarrassed you just mm -hmm. are who you are mm -hmm. and that's why you can have friends who are gay queer trans all the things that you're not air quotes Mm -hmm. But you are all the same tribe because you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with me. Yeah. And that's what you want to hang out with. People who, who don't who don't try to change you, convert you, get something from you. It's just all oh, hanging out. It's really positive. I mean, there's things that 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 that, I, that go along for me with the sexual positivity fatigue. Uh, the, the the idea of like certain <laughs> things that I could not do. Um, uh, ejac ejaculate. I can never. I <laughs> we got a we had a high five. Yeah, about it, female ejaculation as a goal is overrated in my book. Yes, but there's a lot there's a lot written about it, and it sort of has to do with the G spot, which I also believe does not <laughs> exist for me. You need to get my videotape, Me and the Heart's Guide to Female Ejaculation. Yes, um, because we um, Anna Mills is my partner, and I have a vertical speculum. So when I pump her up, I get first. It's a really fun kinky video because I do all kinds of stuff to her. But I have a, a side to side speculum instead of a oh, duckbill. Okay. okay. And once I get her in gorge, I take the camera and I show you where it is. Now, uh, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Most female ejaculation in porn is. Fake. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry for all you people out there at home who thought Batman could really fly, and that female jacket really is a quarter at a time going three feet. No, um, porno is a paid professional performance of a mm -hmm. fantasy scenario. It's live action cartoon, and the mm -hmm. sooner people stop trying to act like porno and use it as inspiration for their own personal experimentation, 
the better for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a movie, people. It's a yeah. movie. I would not choose to have sex on a hay bale in a barn at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. <laughs> as a general rule. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a cinematic experience. Yes. That's great. But I just always felt the certain sense of inadequacy because I'd never had the G-spot orgasm. And I thought, well, the, you know, I even had the G-shot Oh, you, I heard you talk about that. Was yeah. That painful? It was painful because <gasps> the, what was painful actually wasn't the um, collagen going in. It was the, the uh, Novocaine. <laughs> I think. Oh, my goodness. They actually have to shoot your cervix, <coughs> which is a terrible. No, it's horrible. Oh, my it's gosh. Terrible. Oh, but my gosh. The, the G shot is like a bead of collagen that they, they put into what they believe is the spot on your urethral sponge. And then it's just, it, for me, it was just, it actually made um, worse, penetration sure. very unpleasant. Yeah. Until it wore off. Yeah, which took about five months, oh, which girl. is awful. But again, yeah. you know, it was one of those things that I, w- I thought, oh, I should do this because this is going to improve on it. I, I thought that I could improve on my own physiology. Right. That that the, the G spot is a real place, but every woman's different, you see. And so <laughs> this one here, she I know women who can come from penetration alone with no external touching of her clit. Huh? What? Let's do that again. <laughs> I am 100% clit-centric. Uh-huh. Um, I like something in my vagina because I like something to squeeze against. Yeah. But my, you know, f- so you had you felt inadequate because you couldn't find it to have a G-spot orgasm. I felt a- inadequate for years uh, because I couldn't be, I didn't know how to be multi-orgasmic. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And reading Betty Dodson. Mm-hmm. And so back in the 70s, you know, I close enough in age, um, women are multi-orgasmic. Da, 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 da. And so I was struggling with one orgasm, and and I thought, well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can be multi-orgasmic. So for twenty years, I worked on trying to teach myself to be multi-orgasmic using masturbation, and I tried to expand my moment of pleasure, to ride my pleasure wave, mm-hmm. and. I'm still stuck at one. And yeah. for years I thought, am I not embracing my pleasure? Am I not giving myself enough space? Am I not embracing my inner goddess? Blah, 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 blah. I'm a single orgasm girl. I have a high orgasmic set point. It takes me a massive amount of energy to get there. And when I'm there, I'm done. Mm-hmm. People say, Nina, how do you masturbate? Oh, if I don't have someone in the room with me, I would never masturbate to orgasm. Once a month, maybe? To, mm-hmm. to turn the horny enough in my pussy to go, feed me. My yeah. pussy's never, my pussy, only once when I was going crazy in a relationship, have my pussy ever said, feed me. It's my, my sex is all head. Mm-hmm. So it's not another body in the room. I'm not going to have sex. I'm, I don't, so I don't sit and masturbate, you know, all, I just don't. If I'm mm-hmm. not on camera in my web show, right? If I'm solo web show, I masturbate to orgasm. Yes. That's the show. And if I'm with my husband, when we have sex alone, of course, I'm going to come then. The rest of the time, I don't care if I come. It does right. not matter to me. I, don't, yeah. I, I have a great old time. And, and I don't get frustrated. I don't get blue or ovaries. I don't get hysterical. I don't get cranky <laughs> oh, yeah. if yeah. I don't come. And I know lots of women say, if I get close and don't come, I'm a bitch. And it's like, no, not so much. No. Well, because well, for me, I think it's the same as that I do. Everything is, everything is an orgasm. Everything, every, everything like that leads up to it is a, it's just as valuable. Nose touching Nina. Yes. Pointing at her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's positive. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I am in with naked people. Hey, yay. Awesome. Right? It's awesome. I had to watch. I get to help for me. Um, it's like... I like to be in the room with people having sex. I'll hold your coat, hold your foot, hold your hair, hold the lube, you know, <laughs> give you gloves. I, I, I can be an assistant. You know, I'm a nurse by training. And, yeah. and as, a, as a midwife, if you're having an otherwise normal delivery, support the mother and her body will produce the baby because mm-hmm. people have been having babies for a long time. Yeah. And the body knows how right. that works. And so you, what, you, with, ever been with a woman having a baby? Ever been in, present at a baby yeah. birth? Yeah, yeah. 
amazing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You sing some, you walk some, you rubber back some, you get in the tub, you get in the shower. <gasps> And you sing some, mm-hmm. and you walk some, and you rub her feet, and you get in the tub, and you get in the shower. <sighs> Until the baby comes. You can't rush it. Yeah. There's no right. Your body does what it does. Orgasm is the same way. Mm-hmm. So there's no right or wrong way to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so my job, if I'm not having sex for me, is to facilitate the experience. Right. Make it safe, add a tickle, a twiddle, a thump, a, you know, encouragement. Try this. But my job is to help my partner have their best time. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get a lot of my satisfaction out of having sex. It's like, I've been fucked, Margaret. It's been mm-hmm. done. Yeah. <laughs> and receiving penetration, it's like, <laughs> it's been done. Yeah. yeah. Now, for, so for me, if I'm getting fucked by a dude, unless if, especially in a, in a party situation, three minutes, my, my in, interest is, your, is my partner's orgasm. And if he's not going to fuck me in orgasm, I'm not going to come. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just go fuck her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll help you fuck her mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, but if I could come from penetration, I'd be a much bigger fuck freak. I would just be the sluttiest girl. Yeah. That I, but I don't. I like it. I like men. I mean, I'm not gay. I'm bisexual. I like people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just feel I I don't know like there there's there's certain certain expectations if you have if you're like so quote unquote sexually free that I ex- expectations about myself and yeah. you know things that um, I wanted to do like become multi orgasmic which I'm also not um, even with the Hitachi magic wand which I know no, you're a fan of no, too I, I like my buzzing on the outside and penetration I like to be solid and enjoy eleven the enjoy pure wand. Rock oh on. yeah, yeah. yeah is but it the it, metal ones? Yeah. Those are the metal ones. Yeah. Are great. And your N J O Y T O Y S. I like the anal one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I discovered later on in my forties. Is that um, I really do. I I do. I can't have an anal orgasm. High five. Which is very amazing. <laughs> I call it. <laughs> it makes me feel like I don't know. Like it's like I'm like. I'm like my Angelou or something that I can have an anal orgasm because I feel like, like I'm really like this is revolution. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, Sometimes this is really positive. If I can't come too much trouble, add a bit of bass by a couple fingers in my butt, boom, over. Mm-hmm. If you find if I find my I can't quite can't quite get off the edge. Yeah, that, add some anal. It's like oh hello, that's what I needed. Yeah, that's uh, but that's something that I've de- de- developed as as I've gotten older. Is that cool? Is I think I don't know whether I had a fear of it before or something. Um, but it definitely helps. And I'm curious always uh, now more about like, um, anal penetration for men, like pegging and stuff like Mm, that. This is like a very, very kind of a hot topic. Super hot. Well, um, what people are finally understanding now that kink is more out of the closet is that receiving penetration does not make you weak. Mm-hmm. receiving penetration now receiving is a more yin energy i don't you know i think of yin and yang more than masculine and feminine so you know yang is out and yin is receiving and so this power in receiving a lot of men of course are shamed away from that scared away from that bullied away from that whatever so they don't get to receive and some guys can't even receive a decent blowjob but when you find get a guy who's a greedy enough pig that says you know no, i want more pleasure uh-huh. <laughs> i want more i want more pleasure at my ass is part of that it's like i like you yeah. and it can be rimming i mean and penetration is it's it's just getting for me 80 percent of anal is just getting comfortable with touching and playing with the outside of your ass while you touch the front parts mm-hmm. and until that's hot and tasty and sexy and amazing that's 80 percent of quote-unquote anal mm-hmm. is just getting okay with getting working past all your cultural received notions mm-hmm. about blah 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 when you man- mindfully masturbate you know this all your stuff comes up 
mm-hmm. all, all, all the things that you put in your own way to not be, to not have pleasure, receive pleasure, feel worthy, all that just jumps up in front of you while you can't touch your ass. It's like, so you just, but you're alone in a room, touch your ass, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get, get over yourself. I mm-hmm. mean, slowly with therapy and journaling, but just, if you're a body, why, why I, we, we, people have been amputated from their bodies and that's where our human right is pleasure. Mm-hmm. We're humans. We're not, we don't make by time of year. Mm-hmm. We don't make because your, your rump is red and your face turns blue. We make because humans are weird that way. Human dolphins, humans, only what a couple of their animals, you know, mate year round or, or have sex, quote unquote, just for fun. Humans, you must have read Sex at Dawn by now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so <clears throat> people have not read Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan, PhD. Run out and get a book right now. It's amazing. So humans are just weird that way. And the idea that a body part is denied us because mm-hmm. of culture just, yeah. just makes the top of my head blow off. Yeah, it is, it's terrible. Is there anything like new on the fetish horizon that is like very um, appealing or unappealing to you? Like I, I think that I'm fetish is... splashing. Oh, yeah. It's just gotten so crazy. I know. Well, Splashing it, it, is just a mess. It, it's a mess. And some people, what, my biggest, there's lots of fetishes out there that I fully support and I don't play around with because they just don't do anything for me. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you look at a picture and your crotch jumps, pay attention to that. Yeah. If you look at a picture, <laughs> you know, just, oh, t- oh, what is that? The first time I saw a John Willie painting um, on the cover of uh, Perils of Gwendolyn, I hadn't heard the word kink. It was 1975. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 16. And I, or whatever, it was mid-teenage years. And it was an underground comic book. And they had uh, the collected barrels of Gwendolyn from, by John Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E. Easy premier, or the Ur er fetish mm-hmm. illustrator. And I was just looked at that and I went, ah, ah, ah. So cool. It's cool. What is that? I want to be the one on the left. I wanted to be. I wanted the dominant. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the tied up girl. I wanted to be the woman in the jaw purse, the boots, and the corset. Mm-hmm. It's like I just very clearly. I'm a top heavy switch, and so <gasps> this. I didn't kink fetish bondage. Didn't know anything about it, but the image spoke to something in me. Mm-hmm. My husband has been. He's 100 percent dominant, 100 percent of the time, and so he's found out earlier than I did that he is kinky. I'm like 40 kinky, 40. Poly, 20 vanilla, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of my makeup, he's 100% leather, and mm-hmm. I'm like 40% leather. Other yeah. than that, you know, rooms full of, but when I was 12, rooms full of naked people. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. I had, didn't know the word orgy, but it's like, in my mind, yeah, n- yeah, rooms full of naked people. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I always wanted that. So what's new on the fetish scene, I'm, you know, I, I will certainly try anything once if it appeals to me, but I'm, I'm a basic BDSMer. I like uh, moderate power exchange. I am, I am more of a service top and I'm a dom. Mm-hmm. So I will hurt you as much as you want. Plus three for me. Uh-huh. Not 10, but three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, do, of a dominant and submission are emotional states and topping and bottom are behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm much more of a service top than I am a Dom, mm-hmm. because I just like working the boy machine. Oh, if I do this to that, what happens over here? Oh, interesting. Let's do it some more. <laughs> and so I like a partner. I don't mind little greedy pigs as my playmates because I like working on people. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> you know? And I have a hard time receiving. So me uh-huh. being on the receiving end of it, it's like, mm, how about no on that? <laughs> oh no, 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 I'm not so good with that. I'm working that. Now, if I'm if I'm going to work on something on myself, I'm going to work on what's my big, what's my bug in my ass about receiving. Mm-hmm. What, what what's that speaking to? Yeah, um, yeah. 
But I have the rest of my life to work on that. I have plenty of good sex now. <laughs> <laughs> I get really freaked out by play piercing. <laughs> yeah. I that really I'd... scares me. And it because that that's sort of like it's a little bit not not BDSM. That's not it goes into a different direction. Right. I'm not hanging I'm not hanging from hooks person. Yeah. You know, that's a I'm totally not different... a totally different that that for them that's that's energy play sans genitals. And for me, yeah. You don't have it's eventually it's about sex energy, key, mm-hmm. it's about your crotch and what's coming from your crotch in my book. Now, I think I once play for somebody i get the endorphin rush of this that kind of pain mm-hmm. but then you have open scan and then what do you yeah. do you know, eh, la, la. yeah i can do it i'm gonna eh. it doesn't it doesn't excite me i don't want to be pierced i don't want to pierce you if you want me to do it and you provide the i, I can do it mm-hmm. but i'm not i'm i that's definitely service top it's not i'm not gonna get hot behind poking holes in people <laughs> yeah but they get so high doing it they get so like really floaty floaty and that kind of it's like subspace but not, not even subspace it's just, just take it's, some acid and yeah. get there quicker it's a real high yeah totally real high but you know psychedelics work that way too yeah yeah just do mushrooms and, and just <laughs> not have holes in your skin <laughs> but it just looks like it hurts and that they, they, yeah. you know what they were they were like insisting they really wanted to play pierce me where like make like a corset no 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 not that that's like 10 piercings no thank yeah. you with and a I, lace between them no like no, as I, I can, I can really definitely get into certain kinds of pain, and for sure, oh yeah, I'm a pretty, pretty inte- can be an intense masochist. Mm-hmm, me but too. Not a bottom. I don't know. No, you can be, a, you can, you can be a toppy masochist. Masochists don't quote unquote like pain. Masochists mm-hmm. set points are higher. Mm-hmm. So for some people, Nina says, stroking her face, this is what they want to feel, mm-hmm. and and Matt. That's what makes me feel good. So mm-hmm. it's a question of the dial. Is yeah. It a, is it a, and pain, pain's pain. It, mm-hmm. it, pain is not pleasure. Masochists don't think pain is pleasure, but we like intense sensation that other people might be revulsed by. We go, oh, right. that feels good to me. Yeah. How hard of a massage do you like? like do you like, deep tissue do you like jalapeno very... peppers? Yeah. Do you not like jalapeno uh, peppers? Yeah. Do you yeah. like wasabi? Do you not like wasabi? Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 if it's painful to me, it's not sexy. Yeah. Pain's not, I'm not into pain, but mm-hmm. I am into well-applied, intense sensation. That does make me happy. Yeah. And, um, but piercing's not part of it. No, because it's too I'm, surface. I'm, yeah. It's too, it's too, like, there's too many nerves. It's just, I don't know. So you're, is it, you're, uh, you're a thump? A thudder, a th- yeah. Th- thudder? Thudder. Have I got some toys for you? <laughs> I, I, have to, I have a confession to make. Years ago, before you got married, I, you know, would, I would see and you talk about your adventures. It's like, I want to be part of her adventure. And then we went out once in a group. And I realized, oh, I am not, wherever you were at that time, I, I'm not butch enough for you. Well, you're I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't read butch enough. I, yeah. I'm butch in bed. With women, it's like, <laughs> I like pillow queens. Lay down, sweetheart. Oh, I'll make you feel good. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't front butch on the street. And so I'm not going to have short hair. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. I'm not, a, you know, um, my idea of a, I like drag kings, but, you know, Marlita Dietrich and Joey Stephen Baker in tuxedos, that's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to pass for mm-hmm. a dude. And so back in your wild experimental days, I realized I missed the boat by like two inches. <laughs> back when you were being a slut. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, it's fun. It's like it, you, you do get like these preferences. Like I go, oh, you know, it needs to be sort of like butch. I need the butch sort of masculine sure, sure. And, mm-hmm. masculine energy, even though if it's got to be the masculine, masculine package too. Yeah, I it's get funny. it. It's funny. No, no, I, you respond to what you respond to. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like what I like. Yeah. It would, certainly wasn't done in my family. It wasn't like people were, you know, my parents were, well, they got into Zen Buddhism when I was 10. So they were, 
not sex people. Mm-hmm. They tried Reiki and stuff in a, in a bit in the 60s. R-E-I, uh, Wilhelm Reich, R-E-I-C-H. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy. So, so but they, they tried the sex thing of the 60s for a minute and realized that's not the focus they wanted. They're more spiritual. More spiritual mm-hmm. And they discovered Zen Buddhism. And my mother still, it's been 45 years, and she's still sitting on Zen. That's so, great. Yeah. That's great. I should... Should how did how did you become so um, different than then like? But it is a still it's still not different because it's still a spiritual quest. I think absolutely. You. Well, um, one thing I like about Zen Buddhism, about Buddhism in general, you don't believe in Buddhism. You practice the precepts. You mm-hmm. practice mindfulness, compassion, and personal responsibility for your experience, barring being mugged. I mean, but you know, just in, in, in time in, in, in situations where you have autonomy, you're not being dragged off and kidnapped. You're, I believe, we're. we're responsible for our experience and I saw how I crazy got myself in that first marriage I mean I see how I did it to myself conditioned Mm -hmm. mind monkey mind small mind other things are the concepts in Buddhism and my sister 100% conventional Mm -hmm. she got hit with the monogamous modest heterosexual vanilla the four the four the four sides of her box are completely quote-unquote normal mm-hmm. to be desi- the desired one. She's a, normal, a normie. I call them a normie. <laughs> My two brothers, if life had gotten different, they probably would have been more wildly experimental. Mm-hmm. Certainly my oldest brother, but that was close off to him, so he's never had the, ex- the ex- adventures that I've had. And I did, I'm a semi-neglected youngest. My parents were off looking at their navels, and I was left for my own devices. I wasn't a drugger or a partier. I wasn't so crazy that for boys. I was going to leave the house at night and go books, 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 books about sex and looking at... There's a book called Erotic Art of the Masters. Rembrandt made a good, dirty picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Erotic Art of the West. See, my, these are amazing books, and mm-hmm. I just so... And sex always has appealed to me. I found written pornography at 14. <gasps> Like this, this mm-hmm. is awesome. I like Playboy. I always like looking at girls. Mm-hmm. I like, and I look looking at boys. I didn't have a chance to look at boys because I didn't find any gay magazines. Yeah, um, but I like I like looking. And it turned out that for me, bits a person's bits are just fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Just I like glory holes. I like I like the idea of sex without not obligation, but sex without negative ramifications. Right. Um, and I knew that was just not, I wasn't like other people. If I had been gay, I would have known, I knew in second grade that I wasn't like other people, but I didn't know it was about sex because mm-hmm. I'm more, I'm, I realized now, of course, my, my poly showed up because even at eight, I'm thinking, you know, the movies in the eight and the movies in the forties and fifties and thirties, if there's a love triangle, one of the, one of the two same gender partners has to be removed. They mm-hmm. either, they either sacrifice themselves for the other couple, they die, something happens. And so the two people can finally get together and I'm eight going, why does she have to choose? Mm-hmm. Where is it written? That's only she only gets one. Turned out that it is written somewhere, but I didn't know that. I wasn't raised <laughs> religiously, yeah. you know. Yeah, just because um, it's written doesn't mean you have to. Well, but stay I, with but it, yeah. I, it didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand poly or bi or or mm-hmm. even sex. What sex was? But it just made no sense that a woman couldn't live with two guys and be happy. It, it, it never made sense to me. So I knew I was different that way when it came to relationships. Um, and I was left to myself a lot, so I didn't. My parents never sat me down to this is what we believe. Mm-hmm. My mother's still hoping it's a phase. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, it's been 30 years. Yeah. She's still hoping it's a phase. She can't brag about me. She can't talk about what I do. Um, that's, I've gotten over that being sad for me, too, because mm-hmm. she's 88. And said, I'm just, you know, she knows I'm a compassionate person. She knows that people admire me, but she just cannot be okay with what it is I do. Mm-hmm. And my one brother doesn't speak to me. Um, mm. um, cause it just, 
make some twitch um, mm. that, that I make porn. Um, and my sister and I actually are developing a good relationship and I know her kids pretty well. That's they're, good. Yeah, they're, they're adults and almost, almost adults. I'm a great auntie. Ah. Well, what I, but I love what you've done is you've taken this career that, uh, the path where you're, you're in it, you stay in it and it's not something like, you know, you see a lot of adult entertainers there, they they get, really messed up by this business and you came in and you made the business your own and you made it about education and made it about becoming an icon in it um and so aging didn't affect you all these things didn't affect you that it, or you know like the sort of underbelly of it you know that we hear a lot that you know the ex- expectation and stuff it doesn't seem to have affected you you know you seem to have risen above all that and provide a good example for women in this industry Partly because I'm, I identify as queer. So I'm here because I have to be with sex. Right. My, my dad wants to ask me, you know, why sex? Why not the violin? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm, my, I'm, des- I'm designed to study one thing my whole life. So it could have been ceramics. No. Textiles. No. Bacteriology. No. Primatology. Anthropology. Geology. Sex is, sex is the thing that the, the little wire went into. Mm-hmm. I could have also been 30 years. I, if I hadn't been exhibitionistic enough for porn and pretty enough for porn, I would have been a nurse midwife with a very active social life. And I, this, I'd be a national leader on water births and, mm-hmm. and vaginal births after cesarean. That, that's, you know, and that's what I would be doing. Yeah. Frederick, Frederick, you know, the spiritual midwifery in the book by Frederick LeBoyer, Birth Without Violence, were hugely influential uh, to me. So if I wasn't, if camera, sure. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't nominal, if I wasn't queer, you know, and if I wasn't just queer enough for porn, I would have been a private citizen with a very active social life and had a, a different, a different uh, life. So I got in here, I got in here because I had to be here. I didn't do it to be a star, although that and I and I, I was an early adopter of what we now call personal branding. But back in the eight, back in the eighties, <laughs> I knew I couldn't control the whole movie but control my scene. So mm-hmm. I wanted it to be consistent. So if a person looked at a box, I don't know her. Oh, Benita's always good. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be a consistent, a consistent quanti- quality in the movie. So if you didn't know anybody else, her scenes are always good. You know, the two scenes with a Nina, without a Nina, I wanted you to go, okay, I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because I knew I was role, I knew I was role modeling. Um, and having my own fun because I like I call sex porn all the fun of dating but none of the hassle yeah yeah you know <laughs> I get to play with bits and and you know people Nina why'd you do porn it's where the naked ladies are yeah you know yeah. so you're a stand-up you're a stand-up performer so you had women approaching you and saying hi hi mm-hmm. hi mm-hmm. and if you're not on stage you're not going to have that and so in the 80s Lesbians were not sleeping with bisexuals. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I'm a lesbian identified bisexual. I don't want. A, I don't want a girl who's experimenting with yeah. girls. I right. want women who, who love women because I like to be in front of vulva because mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's vulva. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's, they're amazing. And so, top of talking to girls, ah, mm-hmm. ah. And it was in the '80s, also the time of the, the the U-Haul lesbian bullshit. You know, lesbian culture then was very closed off, very jealous, very very monogamous, very crazy. Mm-hmm. Now you have you know queer poly lesbians, which, which is awesome. Yeah. But ba- back in the day, there just wasn't about available. And so, what I liked about porn is that you'd said yes. 
so I don't have to talk, talk to you? And yeah. So, so you're the, you've already said yes. You're already half naked. So I can come up to you and say, what do you love? What do you hate? Mm-hmm. And without you going, what, what, what? We just met. But I loved, <laughs> I loved how cut and dried porn is. Yeah. And that we go home afterwards. We don't mm-hmm. have to try to pretend to have a relationship. I'm not here because I love you. I'm here because I love vulva. Mm-hmm. And you have fun. Mm-hmm. Yay. It's perfect. I mean, would it, so I mean, then <laughs> that's how you do, is that how you work it out like I always thought that the sex act was kind of part of what they were shooting but it's really something that's negotiated between the performers um, so I Nina can you do a girl girl on Thursday sure mm-hmm. so I know I'm doing uh, the straight girl girl or a girl girl the straight girl 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 with toys and girl girl anal uh-huh. so and girl means any female performer I, mm-hmm. I'm, I still get called a girl I'm 50 freaking 5 years old I, it's fine it's, it's great it's, it's girls and boys it's not mm-hmm. men and women and porn it's girls and boys and so, but when I get to work, we look, is it a bed, a desk, a table, a bench? So where, we, where are we? A haystack. Right, a haystack, mm. yeah. Cold hot tub. And then I ask my partner, you know, how are you feeling today? You know, um, so we, how's your knee? How's your back? How's your puss? Um, and then more important, what do you hate? What do I never do to you? Mm-hmm. And what words do I never use with you? It's really mm-hmm. important that if we can get into the powder of the scene, that I don't drop a word that triggers something in my partner and takes her completely out of the scene. Yeah. And so, the, yes, I know I'm having sex with a woman on Thursday. I know it's going to be a 10 o'clock call somewhere in the valley. Mm-hmm. But what I do that day, it, really, it, it is a conversation. And, oh, you know, okay. a straight, straight girl girl is, you know, um, kissing, thigh humping, cunnilingus and fingers and now I'm, I have a hard time now doing any scenes without a glove I, I don't like bare hand scenes anymore oh really um, I like making sure that my hands clean before I stick it places yeah did I touch the floor did I touch my ass did I scratch my head yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's gonna be hard to move it because it's supposed to be such a spontaneous thing why would you have <laughs> gloves in your purse <laughs> yeah as I do but um, so I do I'm, I'm I uh, but what this, what is it now with the toy scene um, and then the question of I'm wearing the strap on, right? Because I don't, I don't like receiving unless it's a certain par- partner who I know is very good with it. I don't like receiving strap on sex because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you've worn strap ons and, and, yeah. and, you, and you've been fucked well by someone yeah, yeah. and poorly by others. It's yeah. like okay, yeah, wow. Mm. So it's, a, it's not an easy skill. It's like, not an easy yeah. skill, and I have it. <laughs> and then um, so in the scenes, I'm almost always these days, of course, because they really play a lot with age difference. I, um, I'm almost always with people now I'm working with women younger than my implants. Wow. Um, this, that's, how, that's how long I've been in porn. <laughs> how that's long is great. that? And uh, <laughs> so those, so almost always I am in the dominant or more active role in the scene because I, it's a cubs and it's a it's cougars and kittens. It's cougars and cubs. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's an age thing. Um, as opposed to, I love working with people who are too old to be my child. That's just awesome. Mm-hmm. That's just, well, that means, you know, 38 and above. Because if I had a baby in a high, out of high school, that person would be 37 now? 1977 to now? Yeah. So if a person is younger than, uh, older than 37, they're too old to be my child. I, I like yeah. that. So yeah. 40 is good. <laughs> 40 is good. Um, is there somebody that you really love working with that you've just, just really just enjoyed the most? Who do you think is the most fun? Um. Well, going back in the, back in the day, I liked Portia Lynn a lot. Um, I like Lily Marlene, who's long gone. Current performers, um, Ash Hollywood. I like looking forward to working with Ella Darling, Charlie Piper. Uh, a lot of women I were, oh, uh, Natasha Voya. 
there's a lot of women in the business and I don't know most of them. And some people I meet, hi, I'm Nina. Hi, I'm Susie. How long have you been in our business? Five years. What? I haven't even heard your name. That's how big mm-hmm. the business got. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day when you couldn't be in the business two months and not meet me. It was so much smaller back in the yeah. mid 80s that within, if you got in the business within six months, you'd be working with me, if not sooner, because it was the pool was so much smaller. Right. And eventually, you know, you just would end up with me. And now people have careers of five, six, seven, eight years. I, I've never heard their name. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I've never worked with them. And now, of course, I'm older. I'm a specialty player. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a whole group of movies where it is young people in, in age-appropriate combinations. Mm-hmm. But there's very few movies where with older players that the older players are also in age-appropriate combinations. Almost always mm-hmm. a, you know, um, a Dilf, Milf is Mother I'd Love to Fuck, Dilf is Dad I'd Like to Fuck, so a whole bunch of babysitter movies. There's mm-hmm. My Friend's Hot Mom, My Son's Best Friend mm-hmm. movies. And then there's you know babysitter movies where it's an older male and a younger mm-hmm. female in the, in the, the uh, daddy <clears throat> the daddy uh, younger woman situation, which, you know, it's all, as long as they're 18, people say, oh God, you have free trade, free trade porn and the content matters. Like for me, the working conditions matter. Mm-hmm. I don't do bukkake. I don't do a lot of, I don't do a lot of what I consider harsh. There's BDSM and there's, there's kink and then there's just plain meanness mm-hmm. that I don't find, I'm not, I don't get charged off of that. I'm not going to do bukkake. I'm not going to do a gangbang. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just, it's not interesting to me, but it may be interesting to her. Mm-hmm. And so the whole smack about women in the business being, you know, exploited and on drugs, these are ambitious. And then they may regret this in 20 years. I don't know, but they're not regretting it now. No, no. And these are ambitious, aggressive, hardworking young people mm-hmm. who, who competitive young people who you know I want to see if I can do a gangbang I want to see if I can do a bukkake yeah I want to see if I can do a blow bang yeah I want to see if I can do that mm-hmm. because I'm not going to climb Mount Everest yeah but I can successfully do a 12 man you know blow bang yeah. hey at this, at, at this skill um, and <laughs> so these the women the, most of these women will eat your face if mm-hmm. you try to do anything to them that they don't want they will just they will you know, and, they, and everyone has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And LAPD would like nothing more than to get a call from a frightened young woman in a closet somewhere in the valley, going, "Um, um, I'm on a porno set, and and I don't want to be here anymore. Come get me." It's like, yeah, they, they were there. They would they would die for that opportunity. It just doesn't happen. Right, right. We gossip. We have phones. Half the women have agents, so they call the agent. The agent will bitch out. The you know, it just it's not. Is there a union? No. It's not a union, and for a lot of reasons, we have. There's a new group called the APAC, um, Associate. Hang on, Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, uh, and we'll never have a union for a number of reasons. The work, the population's too transient. Mm-hmm. It's not. You're never going to. Most people not here, to, and eventually are going to become journeymen pornographers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of matriculation from in front of the camera to behind the camera. Um, I mean, people do the web shows, people do content, people do clips for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not going to be a union because we're just, it's it's like getting ca- herding cats. You mm-hmm. just, you, you know, getting people, we've been having monthly meetings now for almost a year, about the same 20 people show up every every month. Yeah. And and you can't tell me what to do. I don't, I don't agree with you. Fuck you. <laughs> We're just trying to make it better for everybody. Yeah. So it, it's it's there'll be no union, and um, the pushback from producers is less harsh now than it used to be when the old system was still in place uh, before the internet. Um, if you got back in 1989, I 
created the Pink Lady Social Club with Portia Lynn, Angel Kelly, Gina Fine, names mm-hmm. that names that take people to the Wayback Machine. And it was just going to be a social club for performers about um, being in the business and, and feature dancing, which was still very big then. So this club, this manager, you know, and it was just a social club. We were branded lesbian unionizers and barely worked for a year hmm. um, because people, because uh, they we wanted to ice us out. And it's like we weren't talking bad about directors or mm-hmm. producers. It was mainly about the club scene, about the yeah. feature circuit scene. About the, the traveling, traveling and, and yeah. who and, you know, ripped you off. It's you, almost like comics would get together and bitch about the same. There's mm-hmm. parallels to that stuff. That's why you can't unionize comics too because mm-hmm. it would be like if, you know, well, we're not going to do this gig and somebody's some, you know, like... Uh, Somebody's, somebody's going to always, always come in and do, do it. it. Yeah. I'll do it for less money. A lot of you know, scabs. it's always going to have scabs. Yeah. Pe- pe- yes, people say, you know, why not have a union? Because it, there's always going to be someone for whom $200 is a lot of money. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. it's not, it's, so it, it just doesn't work that way. Um, and, and again, it's not most, now people say the average age in the business is, average length of time in the business is two years, but I don't find that. There are lots of women now who have been five here, here five, eight, ten years and have no plans to leave. Um, so it, one thing about the internet, and it's been basically bad for most creative, creative work. Mm-hmm. This podcast notwithstanding, it's been you know for writers and all kinds of people because I'll do it for free. Yeah. So you, I'm sure you're feeling this effect oh, yeah, of that yeah. too. I mm-hmm. mean, um, I'll be the next Margaret Cho. I'm going to put up some YouTube videos, and and maybe we'll be the next Margaret Cho. It's like probably not, but okay. And one thing about the internet, the internet with porn, is that I the the, the commodity um, can deal directly with the consumer. Mm-hmm. Through clips for sale, streaming video, paid paid web uh, membership website, and that is a new autonomy that we didn't have even fifteen years ago. Yeah, that part. So, for an entrepreneurial, hardworking, motivated person, they can make a living. They can't make a killing, but they can make a living, and more importantly, be their own boss if that's what they really want to be. Yeah, because no matter what you want to do sexually, someone wants to see that mm-hmm. splashing. Mm-hmm. I don't get splashing. But okay, mm-hmm. um, I don't think you make a living being a splasher. But it, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a very narrow fetish. But people who love splashing love splashing. Yeah, what, yeah. What, I don't even know what. Can I, I? I feel so out of it that I don't even know. Um, Wait, where are you from? Australia. We don't it's splash very, in Australia. It's, they splash in English. It's a very English. It's very thing. English. Very English. It's like kind of you get into a bathtub with just all kinds of like baked beans and or or cake or you you, you sit you make so, a mess. Yeah, you, oh. so you have a big you've a big a big tarp and or 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 kiddie pool yeah. and um, some you know so she'll wear pantyhose and she'll put a cake down her pantyhose yeah, and just making it a mess. I get, or, I see or, it. or yeah. pudding, yeah. baked bean, anything yeah. gooby or goopy chocolate syrup, and that's. I don't know if people have orgasms from it. I don't know if they masturbate. I would not want to have any penetration covered in sugar. I yeah, wouldn't want anything like going that would inside. be like a yeast infection. That, that, yeah, that would not and be do you, good. And do you, do you get into it doing it? Or I guess some people both. I think, doing I think it people are into it. splashing will like to watch the girl splash. Yeah. I don't know if any, I don't know if any uh, homosexual splashing. So I've never seen a guy, I've never seen no, a I've guy splash. Yeah. I've only ever seen women splash. Yeah. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if there are any gay splash fans out there, so it seems to be one of those heterosexual it's, things. I don't. I, vacuum ceiling, yes, is very heterosexual. Right so. now, the secret vacuum bed is. I like the ones with your head out of the hole, so your eardrums don't get. But yeah. if you do it right, it's a weird kind of bondage to the vacuum beds. Uh huh. Because once it's a um, a giant latex bag um, sealed and. I like the hole for the head, but so you ha- get into it and they close it up and they suck all the air out and whatever position you're in, that's the position you're in. 
and they can do forced orgasms, and you cannot move until they release the vacuum. Yeah, you would completely. You are completely. It's, there's no movement. Well, I guess, it, it, right? it's, it's, like, it's like a food saver bag. The, the, yeah, the, the, it is. That's what it, it is. It, it, totally what it is. Food saver, a food saver vacuum sealer. Or you put your clothes in the closet to winter. Yes, exactly, sort of thing. exactly. But but you and I, I've been vacuumed a couple of times. It's like in a certain situation, I might not dislike this, but. One thing, when bondage leaves you unable to do sex, it's like, why are we here? Yeah, I don't even perceive it as bondage. It, it is that is what it is, but I, 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 it just felt like, um, I don't know, like I was just going to market right. or something, but like not in a sexual way, like not right. in a fun way. No, not a fun way. It's, uh, <laughs> but don't forget, some people love just being furniture. And so for That's them, for them at a party to be the person, to be the person in the vacuum bag and talking to people and mm -hmm. because when you're there, you know, they can run their hand, you, you know, unless someone's there saying don't touch, people can run their hands over you. I mean, if you're really masochistic or submissive, you get, you know, people with a, with a magic wand nearby. Mm -hmm. So if you're, 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 and so they can mess with you that way. So I, 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 I get it. All the attention goes up to the tight of person. Mm -hmm. That's why people like being submissive. You're the center of attention, mm -hmm. both by necessity Never leave a tight up person alone, but mm -hmm. also because help, uh, not helpless, not help, helpless, huh? You're mm -hmm. gonna, you know, babies, oh, puppies, you know, helpless, yeah, tight up person, yeah. <laughs> and, it is darling, it is, it is no, darling, it is, <laughs> it's so it cute, is. and it's then, really sweet, it is. I know, I, I, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm shit with with rope bondage. We don't do a lot of it at home. Um, I like mental bondage. You stay, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because first I'm lazy, so. It, if I want to change positions, you're tied up. I have to untie you. Yeah. Move you over. Tie you up again. It's like, you know, just stay there. Yeah. Put your ass in the air and don't move. It's like, okay. I, I prefer that kind of bondage. Yeah. No, the ropes and stuff, it's just such an annoying thing. It's a, but, that, but that can be a fetish in and among itself. The mm -hmm. I do know some rope fetishes. That rope is their thing. I have a, we have some friends that his thing is rope. He is so good. But mm -hmm. she likes being whapped as well. And so he'll get her in the, tied up in these beautiful positions. He won't spank her and drives her insane. Mm -hmm. She loves the rope. That part works. Yay. But where's this whap? Where's the, the, the flogging or the cropping or the can? Where's the impact? She has impact as well. He's not interested in impact. So he never thinks to hit her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hit being air quotes. And so that, so people's combinations of things they like are just like snowflakes. Yes. You yeah. know, um, I have a girlfriend, you know, she loves being called a slut, but don't call her a whore. <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't yeah. slut this, slut that good. She, oh, she, she purrs and purrs, and you do the W word, she'll just, she'll out of, out of scene, yeah. out of mind, and boom, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um. Okay. That's why. That's why people at home, if you're gonna play with power exchange or role playing, find out what words never to use. Right. That's it's important. important. Yeah. It's really important. That I, I don't want to accidentally trigger you mm -hmm. in the middle of a scene and take you out of it because I'd like you to stay here with me. So if I know that, don't use the W word. Okay, I won't. I don't need to use the word whore, mm -hmm. so I won't use it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, I want you here with me. I want you to stay mostly yeah. present to me. And if I need to watch my language, okay, I'll watch my language. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, people have to. People have. It would help people to understand that their partner's desires have nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you want something, and I and I get all butthurt over what you want. That's me. That's that. It, it says nothing about you that. I get upset that you want a particular behavior mm -hmm. or you want to play a particular game. And I, all you have to say is, no, I don't want to play that game as opposed to getting all upset and indignant over it. You like what you like. I call it a Venn diagram. So you, you know, people at home, the Venn diagram. So when you have the two circles of mm -hmm. two sets and they overlap and mm -hmm. that's, you have a new set. So for some people, you know, you do the Venn diagram and you realize, oh, coffee, our thing in common is coffee. 
oh, anal fisting. You know, mm-hmm. that's I have to have the conversation. So if we can have the conversation about sexual desire absent morality, it's like I like Italian food, I like French films, and I like this kind of sex. Is mm-hmm. this what you like? Mm-hmm. It's, I don't, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> about your character that you like a particular behavior. It is you like what you like. Now, can you and I negotiate any middle ground? Is there any enough overlap to even bother being naked together? Do we like enough of the same things in the same way? Two bottoms, search of a top, that is a disaster. Mm. Like my whole first marriage, I realized if I didn't know more about power exchange, we were three bottoms in search of a top. It was, just, oh. it was, not, it was not good. No. no. It was not good. It was very bad. And, and it, was, it was a disaster. So you like what you like. And it, 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 you like what you like. Yes, partly your history, partly your upbringing, partly your gender, mm-hmm. partly your culture, but also it's part of your nerve endings. Right. Yeah. You like this, you like that. You... I'm excited about the fact that, um, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey is so huge and that, that it brings kink and, and power exchange into this, this very, very mainstream thing. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan of the books. I didn't think that they were sexy, but They're, the idea of them is, is pretty cool. The one thing I can say positively about those execrable pieces of garbage writing yeah <laughs> but the one thing about the whole 50 shades phenomenon it has brought power exchange we now we have now we have a code word mm-hmm. oh 50 shades huh yeah. so what everything about the you know he's a he's a stalker controlling boundary crossing idiot yeah and so real kinky people if i had said please don't call me he a real dominant would not have called me so that, that no. so 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 the 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 books get so many things wrong and she admits she did all of her all of her research on the internet and that's why actually i need to talk about my husband's book yeah this, Green, book, this, book, is, the, Mas- this is the real book master, the master, Mas- of o, master of o which is great i read this over the um o- over the spring and it's really it's really fantastic and it's um this is the real stuff this right, is the real my deal. husband my husband unlike the woman who cannot be named um has been a lifestyle dominant for his entire sex life which he's been doing this since he was 16 mm-hmm. um he has He's just, this is who he is. And so when you read Master of O, which you can get at masterofo.com, and it's going to yes. be a print, it's going to be available for sale starting tomorrow. It's going to be um, available for sale. So th- then th- this interview should go up really soon then. So we'll put this up na- soonish. Na- next Monday, but the Monday, the Monday after. Monday after yeah. So by, by the time this goes up, absolutely, It'll Master of O, you can get it as, as, a, as a Kindle download on masterofo.com, and, and starting um, in a couple of weeks, you'll be able to get it. Or he's, They say tomorrow, starting soon. Mm-hmm. A physical paper book that you can take to the beach and read without worrying about glare. And it's a perfect summer <laughs> read, you know. It's just full. It's, it's a sexy hot book that you can take, you know, on vacation. And it's just, it's, it's a great, 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 exciting, really very set in truth story. Well, it's an experience. My husband has had all the, all the sex he describes he's had. Mm-hmm. And I've been with him long enough that I've been there too. So I, I totally get it. Um, what I like about this book is it, it goes behind the door, when the, it takes you behind the closed door. Mm-hmm. What do kinky people do? What do they forget? Fifty Shades, which is just all bogus bullshit. Um, uh, there's no naive person here. There's no stand-in. There's no Anastasia Steele. There's no stand-in mm-hmm. for the person who's never seen this before. Did right. you watch Sopranos? The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. You were dropped in the deep end in this world. Mm-hmm. Sink or swim. They didn't try to explain to you that you were in it. Boom. Open the door. Whoa. You're in this world. Same thing with Master of O. Whatever people's problems are in this book, sex is not the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the female characters, the female characters are 100 three dimensional, and the male characters are too, because usually the male's emotional experience in sex, and his point of view is never talked about. It's always from the submissive's point of view. Mm-hmm. So, 
every story has two sides. And so the story of O, for people who don't know, is a very famous, it's the Ur text for kinky, um, kinky uh, erotica. It's been continually in print for 60 years. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bitty tiny book. So there's, you know, master, story of O is like 200 pages and yeah. master of O is a lot bigger. But it, it just delves more deeply in the person who wrote Story of O knew nothing about these people, this world. She's again an outsider looking at the surface and mm-hmm. didn't understand motivations. Mm-hmm. And didn't and they in the fifties they couldn't talk about erotic masochism as a motivating factor. Mm-hmm. And this book is all about the fact that these are erotic, these are basic these are dominants and submissives and the you know, somewhat sadistic and the women are masochistic. It's all femme sub. Mm-hmm. But what I like about this book, my gay hairdresser likes it because it's really more about the role structure of master slave yeah. than it is about boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not it's not gender essentialist. Um, right. The women have plenty of sex. They have they have no guilt. They have no shame. They're not punished for being sexual. Mm-hmm. They go out and get the sex life that they want because they can. Yeah, and it, it's a lot, and plus it it it's if you like consumer porn, full of amazing details about that. If you're a drag king, amazing. If you're into male drag, mm-hmm. it fetishizes male clothing, which, you know, here in L.A., you never go to a really fancy steakhouse, and these guys in jeans and untucked shirts. Mm-hmm. My husband's always the only one in a suit and a tie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, this is a $150 a plate steakhouse. Excuse me, could you put on, could you tuck in your shirt? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least they're not, pants aren't hanging down below their ass, but seriously, come mm-hmm. on. I know it's L.A., I know it's casual land here, but come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on, this is a nice steakhouse in Beverly Hills. <laughs> put on a shirt, mm-hmm. tuck in your shirt. <laughs> That's just me. So the book works on a lot of levels. Um my guy, my gay friends like it. My straight friends like it. I have an old Jewish grandma. She thought it was hot. It, 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 I have young lesbian friends of color in New York. They think it's great. So it's a really, fun, it's a really fun book. I can't it's say. Great. And the Master of Oaths. This is the real deal. I mean, it's like really, if you if you're curious about BDSM, um, this is a really good starting point because this I is think the so. real stuff. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a yeah. fun. It's a fun. It's, and it's a, it's a naughty, dirty beach read. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> naughty, naughty, dirty beach read. You should also now do a makeover show. Ambush makeover those guys. Oh my God, please. Yes, better. please. That oh, should geez. be a whole new branch in Brown Chow area for you. Well, no. <laughs> do, an, my, do a makeover show I for couldn't those, be, those I don't like modern dudes. style. I don't like the Prada. I don't like the super thin Prada, Ralph black label. I like the 30s and 40s, the yeah. big lapels, the pleats that go down to the ankle. You know, just really nice male dressing of, of a previous generation and the, the new, the, the, the short, the super. Tom Brown, I don't get the Tom Brown look, which is a super short, tight, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got a waist bigger than 30 inches, forget about it. Yeah. You can't, no, no. And I like a more substantial man. I like, if I'm going to fuck a man, he has to be bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to tell you, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to peg you. If you have to be, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a big girl. I'm 140 pounds. So I like my part, my male partners, to people to who I'm going to bottom or submit, they have to be at least 50 pounds more than me. They have mm-hmm. to be bigger. I, I have to be, when I'm under you, I have to feel I couldn't get away if I wanted. If, right. I, if you really wanted to keep me there, I couldn't get away. That That's going to trigger the, <laughs> yeah. if I'm bigger than you, it's like, oh man, seriously? I know. Seriously? I know. Seriously? I mean, oh man, no, no, no. I'm not, you know, and this is, yeah, but that's, that's just me, obviously. Although I do like a feminine man. Um, uh, for different reasons. For different reasons. For now, different reasons. I, I, I can definitely enjoy that, but because I, I like pegging. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you had a chance to do it much? It's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I do like men. I don't want that in my primary partner. Mm-hmm. I like I like the my husband's not a switch, but he, if, even if he was, I don't think I want to switch with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sex that I get away from him because he has no vanilla, zero yeah. vanilla, and he he's not into dykes. He's into feminine appearing women. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to play with his lesbian, but she when she's if you're going to be 
play with us that day you have to be willing to play from the submissive role yeah that's what we play with what you do outside of us dude you can you can fist fuck harley dudes i don't it doesn't matter to us today mm-hmm. you're playing the part of the girl which means you are you're and in our role um, everything's permitted except modesty Mm-hmm. Because what I like about what I like about BDSM is the rule structure. If I'm a sex slave, air quotes, my job is to get some. Mm-hmm. So I'm relieved of all guilt. I'm relieved of all responsibility. It's not my fault, air quotes, if I'm having a good time because oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what, what? So I like that. It's a nice little vacation. So we offer women a few hour vacation from being a CEO or having to think about it. Mm-hmm. So like you just need to be a pretty thing who gets all the attention because she's a tied up girl. She gets all the attention. Yeah. Yay. And it's then, fun. And, then, and it's time limited. And yeah. then it's over. I cook us dinner and she goes home. That's great. And then we watch TV. Yeah. My husband and I. We watch Bill Maher or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think the afternoon sex thing is very appealing. Oh. It's very appealing. I, it's very adult. I, I'm too old to have sex after dinner. Yeah, well, you, you you know I it's can't. better. It's be- always better in the afternoon. It's always, it's always. just so much better. And all, but this is, then this is the adult. So you and I can plan. I played it on Thursday and some of our younger partners who we, who never follow through. I don't know how I'm going to feel on Thursday. Come <laughs> over and be willing to be gotten in the mood. Mm-hmm. We're good. If you're willing to be acted upon, mm-hmm. we'll get you in the mood. You don't have to come yeah. over. You have to keep, come over willing to have a good time. Yeah. You've shown a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all you need. Yeah. You don't, you don't need an, in your test, um, but you don't, you don't, need to come over already dripping wet right and already in roll we'll get you in roll yeah. that that's part of our fun yeah so the idea that i can say you know how about we, we doing you know we can you know i'd love to have a play date with you and we look at our calendars and we figure out okay our our schedules open up and this is a magic day you're in town i'm in town the maid's not there excellent and then we'll you know we'll pick a date and if she's new to us, we'll talk, you know, if she's, I do all the negotiation because women should do that. Mm-hmm. So I find out what kind of things you want to do. What are you interested in? Here's what we offer. Here we don't offer. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're, there are certain games we don't play. We don't play um, daddy daughter games. We don't play, we don't play, in, we don't play, we treat, no matter how young she is, she is an adult. We treat her as an adult. We don't treat mm-hmm. her as a younger person. We treat her as someone who is gets to have the sex life she wants. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so it's a feedback loop. And she, I find out she's interested in learning how to, uh, to do anal play. Excellent. We'll set up for that. I'm not interested at all. Okay, fine. And we find what the boundaries are. We plan for spontaneity. Oh, I did. I mean, it has to be spontaneous. If a husband, you're married. If we had to wait for mutual lust to show up at the same time, <laughs> we'd never have sex again. Yeah. It would never happen. Yeah. It would never happen. So we plan for that time. We clear out the, the calendar we turn off the phone we turn off the computer and we decide for the next couple hours we're going to be this is where we're at mm-hmm. so we choose to be here it doesn't just happen oh what oh i fell on my back what mm-hmm. it's like no we're going to have sex on thursday and and this is what we and then but once we set the boundaries the, the emotional spontaneity is 100 mm-hmm. percent. so once once the dance starts that is the spontaneous part yeah. Um, where do the feelings go? Where do the emotions go? What are the behavior? That is, but if it, we're not 20 anymore. It's not going to happen just out of the blue anymore. I'm so glad that you're making it happen though. This is like a very yeah. adult way to approach it and a very adult way to approach playing. And it's, a, you know, people need to learn from you and they have, and they do. It's, it's, anybody can do this work. You have a body, anybody with a body can do this work. Because it's pleasure generated mm-hmm. and your pleasure is your responsibility. And Mother Nature made her arms just the right length. 
Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. It's like, wow. It's like it was designed to be that way. It's perfect. It is perfect. Your arm, you could be dead blunk and drawing, dead blind drunk, and you can still find your junk. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's so convenient. It's so convenient. Well, we're so glad that you made time to play with us today. Now, where can people find you on social media? Where can people find about the book? Your so um, Master, of, Master of O by Ernest Green um, is uh, my husband, Ernest. His, his Twitter name is The Master of O. My Twitter name is Nina Land. Disneyland, but Nina Land. <laughs> you can find the book, uh, Master of O. And, uh, and I have, I'm on Nina.com. Which is, Nina.com is a pay site, and it's not safe for work. I'm working on a brand new site, NinaHartley.com, which will be my coaching, uh, my coaching consulting ca- counseling site, uh, to be up hopefully, what is it, July, hopefully by August, I'll have a non-explicit coaching site up. Wonderful. Yay. Well, and um, now we have a, we have a full, full house now. Ozo Motley's here. Yay. Nina Hartley and Ozo Motley fit together ah! so well. <laughs> How fun. Will you guys take a seat? Have a seat. Come in and Do sit down. Do I can down. stay? You can stay if you'd like. Oh, sure. I want to these people. Wanna... I'll move down. I'll move down so they can move, move closer down? to Yes, so they can move closer okay. to you. We, um, we're going to close out this episode, though. Uh, you can reach me at Margaret Cho. Where can they reach you? At Jimmy Shelter. You can reach both of us at Monsters of Talk. We are every Monday on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, you can leave a review for us. You can watch us on our YouTube channel. Which is youtube.com slash monsters of talk behind the scenes, cool videos, lots of videos, all of our friends. And um, so, this is very exciting. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Margaret. And we will talk to you next time. You bet. Bye. Bye.